Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. I'm your girl, Kimmy. And this week's episode is our final episode for season three, Love Scam. So join us on the porch as we talk about, are you a part of a love scam? Stay tuned. It's going good. We all making it. We here another day. Yes. Another day. I hate to say it like they're like we like 90 years old. <laughs> but this, you know what? I'm just going to say this. Has this week been long? Yes. Like super long. I put out this post today and I meant I meant it to my soul. Like 8 hours be feeling like 900 hours sometimes. Like I just need a break. I need a break. Summertime just make you so tempted. Like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I just got back from a retreat the other day. So I'm still trying to get my days acclimated because I came home on a Tuesday. Oh, that's the middle of the week blues almost. (laughs) (laughs) That's the middle of the week blues. Oh, my goodness. I think the hardest thing is, um, you know, so many things is happening right now. I don't know about you. I just feel like I'm just dealing with... I want to be on vacation. I know it's so much things I have to do, you know, um, but I just want to be in a relaxed mode. Um, we can ready to go on a, a little, a little hiatus, um, in a couple weeks. And I'm just looking forward to it because COVID has done a lot. I'm just going to say that COVID has done a lot. And mm-hmm. I'd be so glad just to have some fun. Don't y'all miss having it's, fun? It's, yeah, it's, it's much needed. It's, yeah. it's time for a reset button. We've a been reset. Go, go, go. And we have been um, with things just happening and going on, whether it's personally or worldwide. And it's just sometimes mm-hmm. it's heavy. And you, you need uh, to relax. To relax. To take, take some time for you. Take some time for you. And I hope everybody well, listening to well this being. does that. Yeah. You know what? I think we have to really start um, saying this more and doing it more. Because I think we say it more than we actually do it. And, yeah. And we that's don't... what I was thinking. Because I, I make sure that I rest. I make sure I have fun. Girl, go. Like, I, like the first year, like 2020-ish, but come 20. 21 summer i was like oh no that's uh, good though that's <laughs> good like, you've already taken a year of my life and like i just have to find a way to maneuver because the days just bleed into each other and they waste away and i just i i can't i can't function in that way and i try to help my clients not function in that way because it can leave you depressed you know it can leave you going off on your family and, you know, isolating yourself. And so I, I refuse, I can't do it. (laughs) So Natasha, because we know you are our expert on the porch and we don't want to put any of your customers or your patients out there. So, um, have you seen like a shift in like, um, people's, um, mental state since, you know, some things have been, you know, opening up and um trying to get back to halfway normal yeah it is a lot of what's crazy enough is i've had a lot of women i'll say late 
30s. I just got Uh-oh. an email the other day and she was 55 reaching out to me about something got to give. Like something, something has to give. I'm not happy. Oh, um, wow. I know that like I need more pleasure. I need to be doing more. I need to have more. I need a shift. And I've, I found it interesting and I was trying to figure out as I'm looking at the pattern of women in their forties, late thirties and their fifties, I'm like, what's going on in that time period that, you know, now I'm being flooded with, like, I need the pleasure. I need to prioritize myself. I need to have fun. I need to have sex. Like I need these things, but they're having a hard time navigating through it because there is no one who taught them that that's okay. Right, right. To have those right, things. Right. Um, that you can put yourself first. And that's probably like the right. best way to do life because right. everyone benefits. Right. So it's, I'm getting those that are realizing that that's what they need to be doing. And it's probably because we've been in a state of emergency for years of right. isolation. And it's just a realization of what am I doing all this for? If I'm miserable, or I won't even say miserable, but I'm just, I'm I'm not satisfied. I'm not happy. And they're becoming okay with saying they're not satisfied because that's almost like cursing. How dare you say you're not satisfied with your life? You got your kids and everything. That Kid, is huge, though. Um, maybe, do, you, do you think that it's because um, most women, if they have families, they spend their time um, nurturing and caring for mm-hmm. their family, um, building their jobs up. And then when they get in their 40s, and 50s, the kids are, if they're gone, teenagers are gone, mm-hmm. you go back and like, what have I accomplished for me? What yep. have I done for myself? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of us experience that, like, what what do I need to do? Now I'm, I need to fulfill my dreams mm-hmm. of things you put on the back burner because of your family or different things. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to catch women before that mm-hmm. because... It's just so much like my mom is one of them. She's put her all into me and my sister. And now she's trying to figure it out. And I'm just like, I don't want to, I got two kids. I don't want to wait that long. Like (laughs) I want to live now. So I'm, I'm trying to catch it in the front end and help women realize that you can, you can prioritize yourself. Like everyone, it, it is a win win when you choose to give from a overflowing cup to make sure that you're happy, make sure you have your me time, your friend time, your partner time, boo time, whatever, family time, kids time. Like it's possible to have all those pockets, but our mothers didn't know, our grandmothers didn't know. So they're, it's hard to figure out what that means when you've only seen survival mode in the matriarch before you. Right. So, and I don't yeah. think our generation uh, knows. I think we're catching up to it and, yeah. like, and learning how to like do that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But no, I think we were the same way. That's yeah. that's um that's that kind of leads into our topic tonight though. And and I think so because um before we jump off that topic, I just want to say, you know, hats off to you, Natasha, because um, I know that dealing with people's um, personal journeys where they're trying to find themselves is mm-hmm. um, it's a lot. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. a lot, you know, and we have several people that 
come on to the porch and, you know, um, come as expert, just like as you do. And a lot of people are really challenged during these times, really challenged because um, we've been in a, a downtime for two years and we're in peril times too. You know, a lot of things are going on. It's like so many moving parts that, um, mm-hmm. and I don't really hear a lot of people. I have a, a close circle, like Keisha's like my sister girl. And, you know, I have a, a close circle. I don't hear people like complaining about, you know, um, things going on, but I know that a lot of times people don't share things. You see what I'm saying? They don't share things. And I think we were taught to be like that, taught Mm -hmm. to keep it moving. You know what I mean? Keep it moving as much as we can. Um, So when I say it kind of leads into our topic, our topic tonight is called love scams. And we're going to talk about scams too. But when we say love scams, um, it's a lot of people being scammed by... um, um, love and trying to get into relationships you know and um almost me and Keisha talked about this yesterday I I hate to use the word Mm -hmm. catfish because that is um a trademark um name but you know catfished you know what I mean because Mm -hmm. they want relationships sorry about that um they want relationships and they are getting into things that are not legit so that's our topic for tonight because we're going to talk about some love um, scams and some scams that are happening now. And when me and Keisha was talking about it, um, I don't think it just happens to people who um, or women or men that are seasoned. I think that people fall into things because they want to have viable relationships. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we, um, and my th- thought is, um, I think we have taken out a lot of the, the, the social aspect of it. And we're now into the virtual aspect of it, of social media, meeting people and so on and so on. But we really don't know who people really are right now. You know what I mean? Before we could meet you down at the club or something, meet you in church and things like that. Um, even down the church, think about it. People are virtually going to church. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that interaction has been limited. So um, scams going on is huge, like down to scamming um, people for their life savings. Um, they think they have their love match. Hell, they don't have nothing but being robbed. So. All right, I'm going to turn this over to y'all because I have a, a really crazy story to tell y'all before I get into my, I'm going to go last, but um, <laughs> Keisha laughing. Um, so who want to go first? Love scams. Love. I think it's, sometimes it is a, I don't want to say it. There is a, a lack of, self-esteem mm-hmm. or a lack of self-worth to not to believe that that's the only way that mm-hmm. you can get someone mm-hmm. and that you can't actually physically go out and believe that someone would want you for who you are. And so mm-hmm. they just take whatever comes or used to being alone. And so someone gives them a little bit of attention mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh my gosh, like, of course, this is amazing. No one has ever said these things to me, but we know these people are, they're professionals. They know all the right things to say, but they also know who to target. 
They know the signs. They know what they're looking for. They know who to approach. They know who's going to give them the time of day. It's it's an art form. Unfortunately, it's like a horrible thing to say, but it is. <laughs> it's an art form of being able to scam someone into falling in love and giving away your everything. Well, I'm gonna say this: the person that I knew who actually got love scammed. Um, they did not have a persona of being um, fragile or um, desperately needing a relationship. They were the total opposite. They had a really tough exterior. You know, they were very career oriented. Um, they had been married before and they spent many, many years um, single, even dating people. So... Um, when they got love scammed, um, it kind of shocked a lot of people. It shocked me. It really, really shocked me because, um, they were like, uh, I, I don't, I, I don't take shit type of mentality for real. Like I, I'm not really going for this. Um, but the person was so suave where I say they were so suave. I probably would have fell for it myself, but when I found out there would, would be some shit going on, I'm telling you when I found <laughs> out. You know, it's, it's going to be on. But the person played like they were a doctor. And they act like they were going to work every day. Um, they had a specialty in in um, cardiology. Um, now, you got to be some bold um, brass balls to, to pick out a specialty like cardiology, too. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I was like, yo, that's like, that's like really up there. You got a lot of patients. But they picked out a specialty and every day. And this is how it kind of started. The, the layers started to peel back um, because they introduced me to the person. And um, I was just starting really my business, my salon. I was doing the Keisha Noah. I was doing it inside my house at first. And um, she gave me a suggestion. Well, maybe because my, my husband, he's a doctor and he can help you you know, get some, you know, more upscale clients there. Cause you know, you can do all types of hair and I can, you know, but when I talked to him, he was like, he, he, he called me and he said, can you send me a picture of you? Bing, bing, bing. Why? You know, mm. why? And he was like, well, because the people that I want to, um, introduce you to you know they like really pretty women what the f that got to do with anything for me doing here i could be bust up louie that don't have anything if i'm really talented with these that don't mean nothing you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i just like yo my friend is married to you like this is this is really going off the rails so i was like no i don't really want to have customers like that i'm just looking for preferably females you know what i mean um i can do males but preferably females because you know it's they're coming to my home right now and i don't really want to have males coming to my home he said would you think about modeling clothes what the fuck where are we talking what are we talking about you know what i mean how are we getting all the way to the left field so i was like well maybe we could talk later so i just kind of cut that conversation off right but um, I, I actually told my husband, Keith, about it. And he was like, yo, that sounds really strange, Kimmy. You know, just, you know, don't try to talk about it. This person was my good friend. You know what I mean? 
And I was like, I, I need to tell her. You know what I mean? I need to tell her that's going on, what's going on. But I'm not going to come out and say it the way it happened. I'm just going to tell her what the, the interaction was, right? So I talked to her one day and I said, well, when I talked to, you know, your husband, um, he, I think he had the wrong perception of what, you know, I was looking for. I think he thought I was looking for some type of, you know, modeling thing. She was like, what? No, 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 no. That's not what he's looking about. Well, just forget it. Okay. Forget it. Roll the tapes forward. She started to get the red flags. Um, she came and she visited me several times. And the bad thing about it was everything that we kind of thought that me and my husband thought that they were getting together. He was accessing her. She had retired her, her, all her money and buying things. And literally when she found out he had actually had left, was living with another woman, took her dog, took the car, everything. And literally she had to start her life over, over. Like she had to have someone intervene, like mentally she was broken. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we would never, ever thought when it came out, he was not even a doctor. None of these things were true. He had a criminal record. And I'm telling you, it's, it, it can happen to so many people because when, after like the smoke cleared and I was, I felt that it was a, a good time to talk about it. She was deep in her heart. She was like, I was lonely for somebody. And that goes back to what you said, Natasha. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Everybody has feelings and maybe you portray yourself some way mm -hmm. and things happen. So that was a really horrific story, but that goes back to what that could happen to anybody. So, you know, that's. I think a love scammer, they really reel you in. And they listen to you because you're, it's just like, say for instance, you're meeting someone and you're beginning to date them and you just start telling, you know, you tell things that you like and you just, you know, go over your life and everything. And they listen very intently of things you like. And when they, uh, when they start telling about themselves and they say, oh, this person really likes when I say this, they get something that uh, resonates with you and say, okay, I'm going to keep that going. And then... They'll start to reel you in and do a lot of compliments and whatever. And then it turns into a scam of whatever they can get out of you, unfortunately. So let me ask a question because what I told you was a horrific story. But do y'all think that love scamming is somebody who may just have a narcissistic personality, just like you said, Keisha, just intently listening to you and picking up clue words? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm to benefit from you. You see what I'm saying? Just to get something from you that's going to ultimately benefit from you and take something from you. I think that um, if we're talking about love scammers, because I know people who have done the online dating thing and haven't been scammed, you know, Eric and Paula met mm -hmm. online. And, you know, but if, you know, it was a reputable site and, you know, they do background checks on people and stuff like that. And they make you take, you know, the Briars make, uh, Briars, 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 Briars test. And, you know, they do uh, a lot of that. Um, but I think that people who get scammed are getting scammed by people who are just simply thieves and they found another way to do it. 
The thieves are really smart. They're not dumb. They're not dumb. So, you know, we think a thief is always the person that's coming up behind you doing a pickpocket or a person that's snatching your purse. But thieves come in several different forms. And so I think that basically that person is a thief and they just found another way to do it. Um, You know, because a gigolo is just that. He's doing what he's doing to get money. Does that make him a thief? No, because he's giving you something in return, right? Mm -hmm. So... You know, you know, prostitution is the oldest profession, they say. Right. So that's still different um, than a person who is deliberately taking from you. And that is their intent from the beginning. It's just a matter of learning how vulnerable you are Mm -hmm. so that they can realize how much they can get from you and what they can get from you. Because it's not always cash, but it's many other things as well. Mm hmm. Now that's just my that's just my take on it, and <clears throat> they have many different <laughs> different personality traits, not just narcissism, but I just think at the end of the day, they just are a thief who has who's doing it on a different level. So, um, I was trying to think of that movie. Um, I think it was called Tender Swindler. Did mm-hmm. you see that on? You saw that mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. That was crazy as hell. But when I went back, to that, that was very, very, <laughs> and, but what got me more than anything about that was um, <clears throat> how after they proved him guilty and, you know, so on and so on, the little bit of time he got, he was right back out doing the, he, he back same out and the same thing. You know what I mean? Like. That's his profession. It's his profession. Like he was mm-hmm. rolling. I mean, he was rolling. And I'm not talking about, you know, not even, I'm not even going to say expensive. I'm talking about living a life as as you were wealthy. You know what I mean? Extravagant. Very extravagant. Yes. I was like, yo, that was some crazy stuff. So then is that low self-esteem or is that the person who got schemed? Are they being an opportunist? No, I think that's called insanity. Keep doing the same thing over and over again and get the same results. Not him. I mean, no, the, the women. Well, what I'm saying is, but it's it's almost similar to the the Anna Delvey story, right? Mm-hmm. People want to be in the end, and right. they be noticed. They want to be with the people who are important. You want to be important, and you giving the money up? Well, because yeah, that, yeah, because they it's, think that it's it's the long game. They're playing the long game. Oh well, they that's right, a right. And then there is that. It's a sense of, I can't believe this is happening to me. And it goes back to, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying that someone's self-esteem is like so through to the ground, but there are just some things that people don't believe they will ever have. You know, like, how is it that I would meet someone that has a private jet and has all, like, what did I do? I never would have thought, like, I would meet someone like this. So then it becomes... And he was very, you know, he was very swap lifestyle, all of that, all of that. And he was a little was like, dude, though. Like, really? They was they, they were kind of me. It, it was, was like, the lifestyle. Yeah. It was the lifestyle. And he was very smooth with what he was doing. And so if if something like that is appealing to you and it's it's just like flashing it in front of your eyes. Hey, look what I got knowing that I will never be able to attain that type of lifestyle by myself. Mm hmm. 
and then someone comes along and you choose me out of all the people you choose me to fly me on a date to another country that if you're not paying attention that'll sweep that'll sweep anyone off of their feet you taking me where and you bought me an outfit and these shoes it won't sweep it will sweep me because guess what i'm gonna be sweet long as you keep buying me that because the moment you ask me for something Right. That's when all bets gonna be off. See, that's breaking. That's breaking you down, really. Um, they're buying you stuff, and and say for instance, if they're doing that, and then all of a sudden they say, "Well, you know, I really need whatever." And I'm be it's like, a small thing. And it's okay, I can do that because you've done and so that's, much for and me. That's what, hey, that's what and then it, and then it kind of be, well, you know, I really need this. I got this going on, or whatever. Can you just do this for me, or or? I can get you this wealth too if you just do this. Mm-hmm. Um, send in your money and do this, and you can have the same thing. It's, it's, and that's how they play it. You think so? I would like to think that I would never get God, but <laughs> I, you, you just never, you never know. I mean, I'm in a place where it's like anything I want, I could get for myself. But there are some things that just in the space right now is not attainable for me to get a private jet. Right. It's not attainable for me to go get this yacht and be on a yacht for days at a time in Italy or anything like that. So I would like to think that I would catch the red flags, but I cannot put anything past anybody. Right. Because how much would they have to do for you to have to believe it? Because if they have to do that much for you to have to believe it, you will have already walked away and not. Right. But if it's people learn people. Mm-hmm. And so when they're good at what they do, like Keisha said, their intent, they're listening, they're going to know what impresses you. They're going to know what you like. And they've probably been watching you for a while. Right? So I think and that's where I would fall off a long time ago because <laughs> I, I'm going to fall off a long time ago because first and foremost, what, what I tell people I have um, a skill probably is probably one of my number one skills is listening. I'm a really, really, really good listener. And I got that from my father. You can say a lot of things. And if I hear double talk, I may not even say it, but it's Mm -hmm. always stored. You know what I mean? Because a a person that, and I'll say a little bit because my father was, my father was like, um, he had a a job and then he also knew the street and he, he established a lot of those things in me and my brothers and sisters. And I can tell you, the things my dad used to tell me, um, I carry with me to that to this day. If you listen when a person say, especially when somebody is doing something that is a scam or, or something that is not legit, believe me, verbiage is everything. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It will be a double talk. It'll be something that will run into each other. Listening will always catch you. But just like you said, Natasha, and you said to Keisha and, and Chauncey, if your inner drive wants something, you'll bypass that because you're not hearing it. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You so bypass that. Right. That's why I think it's not always self-esteem. We nope. have to start recognizing when people themselves, if I'm being an opportunist, I have to be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. I want to believe you because that's what I want. That's mm-hmm. what I want. It's not low self-esteem. It's about the fact that's my desire, right? right. So I'm doing it because I wanted to do it. Because I wanted to do I it. Right. To believe you. But now, you know, because now we go to court and we got to tell our stories and all that. <laughs> yeah. God, I was a victim. And then, 
But really, were you when you knew that you'd be sitting next to Beyonce or you <laughs> like or whatever? Then the answer was yes. Oh yeah, I'll do whatever I got. Oh, that's where I'm gonna be. That's mm-hmm. what I'll be doing. And, and it's a lot of people like that, though. It's a lot of people most, like that. Most people <laughs> are like that, right? Right. right. with the low self-esteem is the quiet, shy librarian who wears the <laughs> bun pulled up and she has $60,000 in her savings account and then the tall football player comes in. And that's more believable of they were taken advantage of as opposed to, you know, me. And then now you flash this and I might be interested and it'd be like, okay, well, I'm willing to do it because... I'm just, I'm with it. I, I just want to mm-hmm. try it or whatever. Yeah, so, that's a that's a really good point. That's yeah, a good so it's one. not that something bad didn't happen to me, but I was kind of willing to go along for the ride. Right, and right. so we have to be able to to say that. And then giving up money, like, like Kimmy said, you know, I dated a guy one time and, you know, everything was nice. We hadn't been dating that long or whatever, but it was going pretty good. And then he was like, yeah, you know, um, I'm having trouble with my car, but, you know, can you rent me a car? Absolutely not. Right. No. My insurance don't work that way. (laughs) 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 And then he stopped, you know, he he told me he didn't, he didn't think that it was going to work. Okay. Okay. I was a single mother. I was divorced. I had two teenagers or whatever. And yeah, I had a car and all of that. He knew not to ask me for my car. And yeah, and that's funny because some people are getting love scammed and the person don't even got any money. So <laughs> they sitting on their couch every day using their car. Using their <laughs> car. And using their house and eating their food. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I think it's just a... Because it ain't just... You're right. You got a bad point. It's not just richness. I mean, in in dollars and Gucci pocketbooks and and Fendi and things like that. It's, okay, he came to your house after the club and and gave you some, and then he never left. You know what I mean? It's that double D. I call it the double D. The double D. He in your house and he will never leave with his feet on your couch. It's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Now you can't get rid of them or get them out. No. Dick them. You have to form them from your property. Your house. Oh, God. There's a, I was watching a documentary about, I think it's like Horrible Neighbor or something (laughs) like that. And it was a guy, he was a scammer. And so he, a lady put out an ad in Craigslist for a roommate. And he showed up to do an interview with his stuff. And what? he was there long. He was there long enough to where they could not get him out, and everyone that he did it to ended up losing their apartment because he was just he was so bad. But they could. He was bad so that they would leave, and he never paid rent. He did. He had animal like he was horrible. But legally, when he got that piece of mail, they yeah. could not get him out. That's all. Because that makes them a tenant. Yep, and you in trouble. Watch- Pacific Heights. Oh, that movie makes me ill. As a business owner, as a person who might own property, you never look at people the same Mm -mm. way. You have to do your homework. And so it's the same thing with love scams because sometimes it's not about the love scam. That's Mm -hmm. just part of it. It's still, you know, Kimmy, your friend and her situation, 
it was beyond a love scam when he pretended to be a doctor. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that was on a whole level. He was a whole different person. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he was still just a thief and found another way. Mm-hmm. Another see. way. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm reading um, this AARP and it said warning signs. <laughs> so, warning signs to look out for. Your new romantic interest sends you a picture that looks more like a model from a fashion magazine than an ordinary snapshot. There we go. person quickly wants to leave the dating website. I know you mentioned, Chauncey, a dating website earlier. But say, for instance, you meet that person on the website and they want to leave the dating website and communicate with you through email or instant messaging. Mm. Because those sites... They have a certain process and they do that. And they're monitoring it. That's Mm -hmm. right. And when you want a bucket, because you say you're trying to save a dollar or two. (laughs) 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 And let's see. They lavish you with attention. Swindlers often inundate prospective marks with texts, emails, and phone calls to draw them in. Of bombing. Mm-hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. that would draw me? That would not draw me in. If you start yeah, texting me a lot, that's going to get on my nerves. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad no, I'm up. Okay. Yeah, you. They repeatedly promise to meet in person, but always say, for instance, this is uh, virtual. They repeatedly promise to meet you in uh, in person, but always come up with an excuse to cancel. The ninety day fiance stuff. Yeah, or they make a sudden request for money. To deal with an emergency, mm-hmm. they always have an emergency, or make a surefire investment, like we talked about earlier. Let's invest this money, your money over here. We can invest it. So those are the warning signs signs to look out for. Yeah, and see with your Frank Human, that's a another thing that I think about with women, and I'm gonna say, like, you know, black women. We walk around so strong and we only give as much as we think people deserve to hear about what we're going through. Right, right. You know, so it's like while we're having these conversations, it's like, I'm just going to give you just enough so that I'm a part of this conversation or to make you feel like our relationship is that deep. But in reality, you're not sharing how you really feel. You know, you're not sharing. I'm really lonely. I just want someone to love me. I want someone to lay next to me at night. I want to have that companionship. Mm -hmm. When I watch you and your husband, it makes me feel some type of way, but we're friends. So I'm not supposed to feel that type of way. Instead of just getting out of our own ego and saying, girl, when I see you and your husband, that kind of made me feel some type. I'm actually very lonely. Then you would be able to like swoop in when you got those first, you know, red flags and be like, girl, like, what are you? Because we always assume that everyone's fine if they say they're fine. And then something like that happens to them. And you're like, tell me how, honey, tell me how. And then that's when they start being honest. And you're like, I had no clue. You were feeling that way. You feel hurt by that because your friend has been devastated. Right. So we just, we have to be honest about how we're feeling because there are people out there who they can sift through the surface that, that we portray, the mask that we put on, just like I'm trained to do that. I can read people's energy. I can read people's body language. I can read in between the lines and be like, you're lying to me. There are people out there who can do the same thing and they don't use it for good. 
They use it for bad. I'm telling you. Right, right. And so we just have to just start being honest about what we really feel. If you can't do that with your circle or your whoever, then you need a new one. You just have to accept. Oh, can you wait a minute? Wait a minute. Repeat that again. (laughs) So if you are not comfortable with being vulnerable and honest with the circle that you have, you need a new one. You just need a new one. That is a good point right there. Because your circle can protect you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They could protect you. Because I don't want to see anybody I love, you know what I mean, going through something like that. And I have have several um, friends that are single, you know what I mean, and dating people and stuff like that. I, I think, well, now I'm just probably even more outspoken than I was when I was, you know, a little younger. Probably even in my forties, I'll just, I mean, I don't say it to, to hurt anybody's feeling, but I will tell you, mm-hmm. I, I will tell you mm-hmm. because, um, I don't want anybody to go through unnecessary things. It's just, let's un- eliminate the bullshit. Just, um, <laughs> I'll just tell you right, right. now, and you know, not be so <laughs> sensitive about it. Yeah. And cause that friend who's always saying I'm fine by myself and I'd rather lie in the asses off. Because the thing is we weren't created to be by ourselves. Absolutely. And right. so why can't you admit that you want someone? And then the, the other part of that is I just haven't been able to find them yet. Right. And mm-hmm. so um, the people are so busy saying, oh, well, girl, because you married and you got this. And I was like, yeah, but do you know what I got to put up with to have that? Mm-hmm. Do you have a concession? Because let have- me tell you about marriage. Hell, that's <laughs> a whole damn, a whole other big beast over here. You want to be, let me tell you about what goes on over there. You, you, you're crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so what you think is this perfect thing or you think is so much better, there's still a give and take to it. Right. There are concessions to having that. But you still have to allow yourself at some point to be vulnerable in yeah, these absolutely. situations. But you have to learn from them, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we're saying about, um, like I said, the love scams. I, I look at some of them and that's when I, that's when I was just saying some of it, ain't, it's not even about the love. It's, it's not, it tur- It can turn into that and you, it, that's how the one person started out. But if you were paying attention to the person who was scamming you, you would have seen from the beginning that it wasn't about that mm-hmm. to begin with. Because you can have a person who listens intently to you and, and understands you and is a good listener and all of that and still don't have romantic feelings for you. Absolutely. Oh my God. Do you know what? I have a post that I need to put out about that. You know what I mean? I, you know, I throw things out because I really hope people read, you know, um, but that's a big one. You can get mad at somebody because they didn't do what you wanted them to do. You see what I'm saying? But if they're honest with you, but never told them what you wanted them to do. Come on now. You know what I mean? Stop doing self-torture to yourself. You know, stop trying to make people villains and and demons and make yourself Mm -hmm. the victim when you ain't, you, you haven't spoken up. You haven't said anything. And guess what? You knew from the beginning, he didn't have a job. When did you think that the, the, that he was going to be able to buy you a pocketbook? You know what I mean? What you mad for? You know what I mean? I'm just saying the scenario. You, what, what you mad for? You know what I mean? Reality is reality. You know what? thing to my niece one time because she had this post and she was breaking down her children's father and you know and he don't come and see her but he got these crocodile tears every time father's day come up and these posts and how and i said to her why are you so angry Mm -hmm. and she was like what because he yeah 
but he had four kids before you laid down and had the one. So then whose fault is it that he is that way with your child? Because they assume that they're, I had this conversation today with the client. They, you, you go into situations assuming that I will be different, even with love scamming. The next one could know that he scammed, but it's like, I'm different. I can yeah, change, I can yeah. change you. I can make you love me. I can make you change your ways. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, they are who they are. Okay. They show you, you just believe it. We, we cannot change anyone. They have to want to change mm-hmm. themselves. And so we either decide I'm going to deal with the, the bull Shit. or I'm not going to deal with it anymore because you're not going to change. You are who you are. And that's part of, that's part of the issue. Mm-hmm. I can change you. I can I can make you be different. I'm, I'm different. You need to have a mindset. You're not in it to change nobody. You 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 need to. I'm not here. I'm gonna take you just the way you is. You don't have no job. It's all right. I don't want your job. I just want you for a love buddy, a a, a snuggle buddy, whatever. Absolutely. I mean, that's all I want you for. I mean, be for real. Guess what? If if I was, I, I always say this all the time, and my husband always be like, "Shut up, Kimmy." Like if my <laughs> husband was, if, if I wasn't married, I'd be like, "Guess what? I got a good job. I got my own things. If I just need you for a snuggle, buddy, that's all I need you for. I don't care if you ain't got nothing else. If I just like what I'm looking at, that's all I'm looking at. But you can't come stay here. You can't come and drop, leave nothing here, sock nothing. You because I got my own thing. I just you, you just for served served that one purpose, that. huh? My girlfriend before who told me that. And I said to her, then don't let them come to your house. You no, they can't come here. Uh-uh, you can't come here. Right, you don't even need to know my address. You ain't going to know my address and, and phone. I'll meet you, you there. You get blocked well, we on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. You know what I mean? You, you, you mm-hmm. I have complete control over that. You know what I mean? But, you, but that's... We're that's, that's, not at the hotel. We can stay at the hotel. You, you keep it if you want. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to have no problems. And don't be calling me. Well, I feel when you use that word feel, get blocked. Cause when, <laughs> but I'm just joking, y'all. But I'm just saying, you know, I think um made some valid points. And um I think we need to do another episode probably in season four when we talk about men. Because we need to talk about men. Because men get scammed by, by women, oh, too. They get mm-hmm. all the time. Do. You know what I mean? They, they were the original ones being scammed. Exactly. I think as women, we got better at it. <laughs> We have yeah. to do a continuation on this because love scam sounds a little little on the feminine side. So I think that we'll probably change the name in season four um, <laughs> to to something else for for males because I think in season four I want to gear a lot of things more to talk about how men, you know, the, mm-hmm. the male persuasion. You know, I get a lot of comments about that about um, we leave out men and I don't know why they oh. say that, but you know, I, I like to listen so. Because of that, mm-hmm. we we going to have a lot of attention drawn to them. So, um, in closing, what's the final remarks, Keisha? I would say um, talk to your family and friends about your new love interest. Tell Absolutely. them all about it, and listen to them if they hear concerns about um, um, what you say about that person. That's a good one. If you trust your family and friends, that's mm-hmm. good. Well, like she said, your circle, your good circle. Your good circle. The good circle. Chauncey? Same thing. I think that I've always been a proponent of if you're seeing anyone, not to do things in secret. My mother taught me that at a very, very young age. If they can't say a people about you, 
do not say anything because if you were to show up pregnant, that'd be the first guy to be like, girl, no, you didn't say that word. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't mine. You know what I mean? So I think that, um, I think it's the same premise, right? So, um, you don't have to introduce them to everyone, but that circle and, and, and let them be able to feed off because I think with any relationship, no matter how well you want to get to know a person, how they interact with the people that are in your life is very, very important. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Natasha. Um, I'm going to say check, check your feelings, check why you feel the way you do about someone check is it too fast our intuition will tell us Mm -hmm. everything we need to know and nine times out of ten your intuition will will give you the flags before it even gets to your brain so Mm -hmm. pay attention to your body and get out of your mind and even your heart because they're both the liars (laughs) (laughs) but this was really good y'all so um we'll talk a little bit in the after show real quick but um, this was our last episode for season three. And um, I'm glad it was my A crew on here. And um, look forward to joining back up in season four. Everyone have a wonderful night. Check us out on our social media pages. And that is, I'd say this all the time, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Hopefully um, you guys are checking out YouTube. It's, you get to see our beautiful faces. So we'll join you again next season, season four, September. I don't know what the date is, but it will be September. And um, have a good night on purpose. I'm your girl, Kimmy. And joining me tonight is... I'm Tati. Keisha. Natasha. Have a wonderful day on 